from R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, this is The Retirement. When you retire, if you want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy. Matters. Listen, I'm not telling you you've got to work with an independent financial advisor, but if you don't, you will pay for it. Podcast. Hey, this is your host, Dale Smothers, and you're listening to the Retirement Matters Podcast. My hope is that you will find the information you need in every single show on how to do one of the three things, either saving more money more efficiently, planning better for your future where you can live in retirement worry-free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. On this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast, we bring to you a most recent episode of the Retirement Matters Show, which is a radio show we do each and every week in South Central Kentucky, North Central Tennessee. This show brings to you a quick story about my son at a football game and relates that to investment planning. I think that investment planning, if done in a short-term window with a short-term perspective, can be done entirely wrong, uh, yielding a terrible result for your long-term goals. We talk a lot about that. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's the entirety of the, of the second portion of our radio show this week. And something else that we discuss is at the end, the pension account. Now, if you are hearing this after 2022 has passed, it's probably too late to discuss that. But it is good to at least know that that has happened. A lot of things have taken place in the pension systems. We cover that in the last couple of minutes of the show. So be sure you tune in to at least that portion if you have any kind of pension that you're planning on taking in retirement. We hope that you find this show enjoyable and educational at the same time. Enjoy the show. Good morning to you. I hope you're doing well. You're ready to start discussing all things retirement matters. We have a really good show in store for you today. A lot of good information to bring to you, a couple stories to to share. The, the first story right off the bat is our pause for positivity story. It's an impressive story that that once again highlights what we have been talking about through this season in our pause for positivity and that is making someone else feel special, making someone else's day a little brighter. Last week, we discussed your positive mindset and how it can affect not only your outcome in your life, but it also affects many other people's lives. We talked about the gentleman who thought he had scored a 1480 on the SAT. You remember that story? He later went on to say he, he didn't change his life because he scored a 1480, because he actually never did. He changed his life when he started acting like he had scored a 1480. He went to class. He attended the the lectures that he needed to attend. He ended up going to a really nice, prestigious school. Changed his entire outlook on life because of his perception. And for that reason, he became an entrepreneur, a multimillionaire, and has helped shape many people's lives with his philanthropy. So I think that's impressive for us to keep in mind. This story is uh, kind of in the same sense, uh, except it, it comes from more of a service perspective. You know, with the Christmas season, I think it's wise for us to consistently be thinking about how Christ led his disciples. And he did that, and it all kind of comes full circle at the end with the foot washing and the Last Supper, where he says, I am here to serve. I'm here to serve. And as a servant, I will be a leader. He was the most prestigious example we have to look towards as a servant leader. There have been many who have followed him, who have looked towards him as an example. 
And no doubt we can look towards those influential people in our culture. But if we look at Christ and we can live a lifestyle with that mentality of servant leadership, we're going to change a lot of people's lives. That's where our Pause for Positivity comes from. A gentleman who owns a restaurant in Dallas, Texas. Uh, He's a Japanese-American immigrant. He has one of the most prestigious Japanese restaurants in Dallas, Texas. Uh, he he's of course as you can imagine high class restaurant very expensive restaurant and there are many people who come in every single day to this restaurant when you book your reservation apparently you tell them a little bit about your dietary restrictions your preferences and those sorts of things well there was a couple who had booked with this restaurant and just mentioned that they were bringing a couple with them who was actually relatives they were there to celebrate something special for the four of them, and these relatives were deaf, and they wanted to let the staff know just to be on the lookout that these deaf individuals would need a little special care, a little special assistance. Well, here's where the amazing part comes in. The chef, the the owner of the restaurant and the chef himself doesn't just prep his team to say we're going to serve these people as best we can. He actually assigns two or three individuals to start learning American Sign Language, and within a matter of Two weeks, I think it was, that their reservation was booked out for. Within a matter of two weeks, they were tasked to learn every single thing on their menu in American Sign Language. The chef himself did the class with them. By the end of those two weeks, when the the couple comes in, the staff that greets that couple greets them with American Sign Language. It's impressive. And so their entire organization changed to, to shape the experience for one couple. Now, I'm sure that they will use this with other deaf individuals who who will come to their restaurant, especially going forward, now that they've taken the time to learn this. But, but they had never known of a deaf individual visiting the restaurant, and the owner of the restaurant says, I just want people to feel like they're family when they're here. Now, he has monetary incentive to do that. But you know what? In all honesty, they probably would have ordered the same amount of food if they had have been greeted with a generous smile and understanding, still speaking English and allowing their friends to interpret for them into American Sign Language, like they have done in every other restaurant, this couple says. And, and this, this restaurant was known for its service to begin with. But the fact that this chef took extra time out of his day and then asked for volunteers from his staff ended up getting three other individuals on his team to to take time out of their day for the next two weeks to learn their menu in American Sign Language. And they would take special time to pass little notes to the deaf couple that was sitting there with them to make their dining experience even better. They would tell them a little bit about the food in writing. They would tell them a little bit about how best to eat this particular sushi that was coming out next or what to be prepared for. That is the type of special care we need to be giving to those around us. If you see someone in need, do your best to make their day better. I'm, I'm begging you to do that. And if we can do that, especially into this season, you know, don't make, don't make your generosity be spontaneous, but do be spontaneously generous. Okay. I want you to have a plan. I want you to tithe the church. I want you to give to your donations and your dedicated uh, charities that you're already doing those things with and for. But at the same time, 
do not be afraid to be spontaneous. If you see something that you know you can make a positive impact on, do it. If it's someone's life, if it's helping someone, if it is encouraging someone, if it's changing something about the way the situation is being presented to raise someone else into a better light than maybe they're being presented in, say something, do something. You have the power to change the world around you. And that is encouraging. This is a pause for positivity section that, that makes me smile because this man, the chef, this owner of this restaurant, who is very wealthy in his own right, took time out of his day to make someone else's day a little bit more special. Now, we don't hear a lot about these types of things in the news right now. I mean, I want you to do a, a quick experiment if you're not driving. I want you to just type in Google, good news or positive news and think about how many pages you have to click over to actually get a positive story now i'm not talking about positive story like this particular piece of technology is going to change you know global warming and it's going to make global warming not happen now for 50 years instead of 20 years down the road i'm talking about positive meaning you are impacting someone's life today i'm talking about a positive story that makes you smile that makes you feel warm inside that, that positive news that you need to get through a day with a little more optimism in the human race. That's a hard story to find, even on a, a machine as powerful as Google. It's difficult. So we've got we've to walk through life with our eyes wide open looking for people we can help. And what's impressive is that you may actually be the person who inspires the next person to do something kind for their neighbor. And that is true power. That's the kind of power that will change this world we all live in. Let's make sure we are doing that a little bit better, especially in this holiday season. Guys, we're coming up into the Christmas season. So for the next few weeks, you'll probably hear me tell you from time to time, Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, you know, we've got this, we've got what, three weeks now until Christmas is here. It's on a Sunday this year. And I don't know why, but I think that just makes everything a little bit more difficult. I feel like, you know, whenever it's on a Sunday, then if I'm not mistaken, New Year's is on a Sunday. Things just are, it seems like everything just flies by and we don't have as much time off from work. That's probably the biggest reason. <laughs> but uh, I know my team and I, we're, we're going to be taking a few days before Christmas. And then, of course, uh, that entire week we're shut down. Our office is closed that entire week. We've got a Christmas parade coming up in Campbellsville. So we will be at our office in Campbellsville on Saturday. I think that starts at 6 o'clock Eastern Time, Main Street, Campbellsville. Feel free to come upstairs, look at the office, check it out. We've got hot chocolate up there. We'll have some uh, peppermint bark and all the all the good candy that you like for Christmas. We'll be having a really good time up there and watching the parade from our windows there overlooking Main Street. So, so you're more than welcome to come and attend. Uh, if you are going to be coming, go ahead and give us a call. 270-600-PLAN. We've extended that invitation to a few of our clients. Uh, I think we sent out an email to all of our clients. If you're a client of ours in Campbellsville, in the area of Campbellsville, you're going to be in town, then we would highly encourage you to swing by the office. Let us know that you're coming. Uh, 270 plan let us know that you are going to be there and we'll be sure we have enough hot chocolate for you and everybody you bring and we'll have a good time watching the Christmas parade from our office there in Campbellsville, Kentucky. Now, 
I, on the back end of this break, we're, we're up against our first break. And on the back end of this, we're going to jump into investment advice that many of us need to be aware of now. Because we're going into a season where we're going to start to see, you know, the first of the year, everybody starts to look at their investments a little bit closer, especially in their 401k. Maybe you look at that January, February, and you start to reallocate, which is a fancy word for putting money in different types of mutual funds than what you currently own. If you're doing that, you need to be aware of a few things as you go into this new year, 2023. We're going to talk about those in detail, and we'll have a quick story, perhaps, to make this a little more relatable to you so that you can understand and wrap your head around what we're trying to relate. So, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a few. You're listening to The Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, serving the residents of Kentucky and Tennessee. We specialize in building retirement plans that allow you to walk away from the worry of running out of money. We are happy that you're listening in and hope you find value in this week's episode. If you'd like to listen to past episodes and find exclusive content and full-length interviews, search for the Retirement Matters Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice or visit us online at rdswealth.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. That website again is rdswealth.com. Unfortunately, for many retirees, they're simply trading in the stress of work for the stress and worry about their financial future. At R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, our goal is to help build you a retirement plan that provides a smooth transition away from the time clock and into the time of your life. So even if you're still waiting on work retirement, we want to help you retire now from the worry of retirement funding. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Okay, welcome back to the show. We're really excited about this section. Um, I've got a quick story to tell you about my son, and we're going to talk to you about how it relates to investing in just a second. So, uh, my son and I went out, Andrew. I took him to a his first ever, actually, NFL football game. It was a Tennessee Titans game versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, I'm not here to debate who's better, okay? It was clear that the Cincinnati Bengals were better that day. And my son is a Cincinnati Bengals fan. I, however, am probably more of a Tennessee Titans fan if I had to choose between the two. My son was born right around the time Cincinnati seemed to be getting a little bit better. So he jumped on the bandwagon a couple years ago. You know, he was all about Cincinnati. And then, of course, the last couple years of their run has been pretty phenomenal. He's a big Joe Burrow fan. He was just tickled that Cincinnati won. The whole time we're rubbing it in, you know, I'm just playing around with my son, Andrew. We're talking, you know, smack, if you will. I mean, he's six years old, so I can't do much. But uh, he was having a good time. Now, it was at Tennessee. So all of the fans around him were Tennessee fans. He was one of the only ones in the area wearing orange. Now, to be neutral, I wore white. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't necessarily pick a team. Whenever Tennessee would make a touchdown or you know even a first down, I would do the chants and I would do all the fun stuff and I would get my son involved, Andrew. Now, I'm going to be real frank with you. At six years old, going on seven, he doesn't quite comprehend the game to its fullest extent, as you can imagine. 
But he enjoys the game. He knows what the first down is. He knows what second, third, and fourth down means. He, he, he knows all of those things. He knows when you should kick, when you should punt, how much each point's worth. He's got it down, and he knows more of the team players than I know. I can tell you that. He, he has them memorized almost. A very intelligent young man, Andrew. But due to some you know, peer pressure from dad and maybe some fans around, about midway through the game, Tennessee looked to be winning. And he, at halftime, asked me if he could buy a Tennessee Titans uh, toboggan. So we went, against my better judgment, because I knew exactly what was going to happen, we went and bought a Tennessee Titans toboggan. And this, this, we called them beanies, right, whenever I was growing up. So we put this beanie on him, and whenever he puts it on, he zips up his jacket so nobody can see that he was once a Cincinnati Bengals fan. We're watching the game. Cincinnati would score, and he would catch himself still cheering for Cincinnati. But all in all, he was there because it looked like Tennessee was going to win. He was wearing his Tennessee hat. Well, with about, uh, say, five, six minutes to go, it became pretty apparent that Cincinnati had a really good shot at winning. And guess what happened? Now, if you have a six-year-old in your life, I'm pretty sure you can already imagine what happened in this story. That Tennessee Titans toboggan, you know, $25, $30 toboggan, it was shed immediately. He put on his Cincinnati Bengals toboggan. He unzipped his jacket, and he began to root for the team that he was rooting for when he got there. When Tennessee was winning, he was a Tennessee fan. When Cincinnati was winning, he was a Cincinnati fan. Cincinnati ended up winning the game. Guess what kind of fan he was as he was leaving? He was a Cincinnati fan. He, he was a bandwagon fan, and I told him that. I was, I was picking on him a little bit. I said, oh, you're just a big bandwagon fan. You know, of course, we were all giving him a good time, and he had a really fun time while he was there. He enjoyed the game. But he did not necessarily root for anyone. He, he was there. He knew all the players on the field. The player would catch the ball. He would tell me who it was before the, before the house speaker would actually say it. It's impressive how much he knows about the game, but he still hasn't quite found his team. He still hasn't found his educated selection of team, who he wants to win. You know, he, he came on as a Cincinnati fan. Maybe he becomes a Cincinnati fan. Maybe he is a big-time fan of Cincinnati for the rest of his life. And this was just one small episode of uh, switching back and forth. But I want to tell you how this relates to investing and why this story relates so much to picking stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. In your 401ks, in your 401ks or even maybe even in your IRAs, you have the selection of choosing certain sets of mutual funds. And most of the time, those mutual funds are going to post what they did last year in terms of performance. What they did last year, what they've done the last three years, what they've done the last five years, what they've done the last 10 years, and maybe even what they've done since they were created as a mutual fund or as a company if it's an individual stock. They're also going to show you what they've done year to date. And we know that statistics show that more people treat January and February as the, as the time when they rebalance their 401k than any month. So if that's you, if you're about to start looking at what stocks to pick for 2023, I want you to be aware of something. There is this recency bias that we all suffer from in behavioral finance. 
And I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of financial professionals who are just picking stocks, bonds, and mutual funds for you and not actually going towards a plan for your retirement. Now, there's a big difference, and we've done a lot of shows on that. I'm not going to get into the weeds on that, but I'm telling you, if you're not working with a firm that specifically builds a plan for you and then builds your investments based off of that plan, then you are probably doing something very similar, even if you're working with an advisor, to what my son was doing in the game. We see far too many people who are looking at that what the fund did last year number and then picking whichever stock they want to be in based off of who was winning last year. Just like my son, at halftime, he felt it to be a good idea to get a Tennessee Titans hat because Tennessee Titans won last half. And the reality is they actually tied at halftime. If you watch the game, there wasn't a big difference between them. But Tennessee was doing good. The momentum was there with Tennessee. The crowd was all about Tennessee. Everybody around us was Tennessee, screaming Tennessee. That's all that he heard. As investors, there are going to be stocks and mutual funds that you're going to hear a lot about performing really well in 2022, and you're going to be enticed to select those stocks, bonds, or mutual funds. But you have to be diligent not to chase returns. You cannot chase what won last year because there's a really good chance that if something was up in 2022, there's a good chance that it's going to suffer very poorly in 2023 just because of what kind of moves took place in the market. The market itself, I'm not going to get, again, deep into the weeds on this, but the market itself had a lot of moving parts last year in 2022. And as we approach the end of the year, we still may see some sort of Santa Claus rally, but there's a good chance we're going to end up in a negative position from where we started last year. And when stocks are going down, there are other types of investments that tend to go up. And I want you to be leery against selecting those investments as long-term investments. When the whole world is melting down, we call that a what we would consider a black swan event in the industry. And if you have a black swan fund, that's just some fancy lingo of saying when everything's down, this particular fund is up, then that black swan fund may not swim very well in stable or normal conditions. You've got to be sure that you're not chasing returns because you're going to look at your 401k statement. And you're going to see what has taken place inside of your investments. And if you're not making your selections on your next 12 months of investments based off of what you're going to be doing in the next 12 years, then you will be looking at those investments through the wrong scope. And it's easy to make decisions without having the entire picture in front of you. It's easy to make short-term decisions for long-term solutions. We don't want you doing that. If you need help doing this, if you need help selecting those types of funds, call us, 270-600-PLAN. And I'm telling you, there are a lot of advisors out there that are doing the same thing. Just because you got an advisor doesn't mean you're safe from this. We can't go chasing returns. We've got to look at what we bought. We have to know that we bought it with conviction because we knew that that fundamental, the fundamentals of that particular investment were good. 
when we bought them and they're still good now. Even if the stock price is down, they're still a good buy. We've got to know those things. And, and we can't buy stocks or bonds or mutual funds or ETFs or anything else, annuities, insurance, and nothing, CDs. We can't buy anything because we're a fan of them. Fandom will wreck your retirement plan. Just because you like them doesn't mean they're what you need to put your money in. We've got to do it based off of your retirement plan. And that's where it all starts. 270-600-PLAN. Put your plan together for what you need in retirement. When does retirement need to happen for you? When do you want to walk away from the stock market worries and turn on a much more positive set of worries about how you're going to spend your time with the people you care about? You see, money can buy happiness if you buy your time. You've got to spend that time on and with the people you care about the most. And in order to do that, we've got to eliminate the fear and the worry from your retirement plan. We help you do that. 270 plan. Again, we are more than willing and more than capable of looking at these funds and making sure that you're not chasing returns or chasing who is winning at the moment. You know, changing your toboggan in the middle of the game just because you want to be part of the crowd, just because they call that FOMO, fear of missing out. You cannot have FOMO in your retirement plan. Okay? We've got to make sure that that's not the case. Okay, we're coming up on our last break. Right after this break, I'm going to have about four to five minutes to run through something that's extremely important. If you are close to retirement and you plan on retiring in 2023, you may want to look at your numbers, especially if you have a pension. The interest rates increase from 2022 have greatly impacted people's pensions. We've got three or four clients of our own that we're working with right now who have retired just a little bit early and saved themselves hundreds of thousands of dollars over their lifetime. We'll tell you how right after this. You're listening to the Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, serving the residents of Kentucky and Tennessee. We specialize in building retirement plans that allow you to walk away from the worry of running out of money. We are happy that you're listening in and hope you find value in this week's episode. If you'd like to listen to past episodes and find exclusive content and full-length interviews, search for the Retirement Matters Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice or visit us online at rdswealth.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. That website again is rdswealth.com. Unfortunately, for many retirees, they're simply trading in the stress of work for the stress and worry about their financial future. At R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, our goal is to help build you a retirement plan that provides a smooth transition away from the time clock and into the time of your life. So even if you're still waiting on work retirement, we want to help you retire now from the worry of retirement funding. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. All right, guys, welcome back. We have about three minutes left in today's episode. I want to thank you again for tuning in. Listen, if you have any kind of pension plan in your retirement, you need to be paying attention to the next two minutes. 
the next two minutes, I want to tell you why it's important. Retirement plans across America have seen a decrease in their lump sum payouts. In their lump sum payouts. And now, if you're close to retirement, some of this is going to make sense to you. Whenever you begin to look at your pension options, you have something called a lump sum payout. If you had considered taking that lump sum payout, you need to be looking at your pension options now. Again, if you're retiring in the next two to three months in 2023, then it's probably going to make sense for you to at least entertain the idea of retiring in December of 2022. Hundreds of thousands of dollars could have been stripped from your pension because of rising interest rates. You think, why in the world would rising interest rates impact my pension? If interest rates go up, shouldn't my pension go up? No. Interest rates going up mean that the bonds that need to be sold to be able to generate your lump sum are having to be priced at lower values. And as a result, you see a lower payout on your pension. Do not let this happen to you without you at least knowing about it. You need to be checking in on your pensions, and it could save you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Artie Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be considered as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Artie Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Artie Smothers Wealth Management.